Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 2003. Be prepared to be inspired. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah. Today I'm in Bluffton, South Carolina, with a very special guest by the name of Matt Kahn. Matt, welcome to Cars Yeah. Do you have it in gear, and are you ready to release the clutch? Absolutely. Look forward to it. Well, we're going to have fun because we're going to be talking about Porsches a bit today. And my listeners know I'm a Porsche fanatic, love Porsches, had many Porsches. So I'm excited to talk to you and especially share this new venture that you and your business partner are off to. But before I give you a proper introduction and we dive into what you're doing, what's one little thing that people may not know about you, Matt? Well, I would say uh, probably that I own a fashion dog collar company <laughs> you know i was i was gonna mention that in your intro but as long as you brought it up the buddy bracelet website right yes absolutely so where where did this come from well it was a uh, a business venture that the gentleman uh, kevin that i'm working with on the uh, auto website here we were we're always scouring for ventures that we can get into and this one crossed our paths a year and a half ago uh-huh. gentleman who had it was just looking to get rid of it so on a whim kevin and i picked it up and uh, so now we're in the fashion dog collar business <laughs> and with with matching bracelets yeah, you know, it's fun. I, my wife and I don't have a dog, but we say we do have a dog. It just lives next door. The dog's name is Warden. He's a Levitt Bulldog, and our neighbors had us pick him up when we were back at my son's graduation in Boston. And we brought him home. He was in a little little container. He was a puppy at our feet, and he really bonded with us. You know, that five-hour flight, and uh, the, the breeder said, you know, a good thing to do would maybe be to put your foot in his kennel so he can snuggle up against something warm and had a blanket in there that had been with the dog's mother. And he just fell in love with us. So we are his dog parents, we call them. And I like to take him for walks and so forth. But I tell you, dog owners, they're like car people. They love to take care of their dogs, don't they? They do. They do. They love the accessories and love to show them off. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's very cool. Well, I think you're a guy that likes to get his hands into a lot of different things. So let me introduce you. Matt Kahn is the co-founder of Ferd's Garage, an online classified site for everything Porsche that launched just a few weeks ago, actually, along with his business partner, Kevin Rehm, a fellow Porsche enthusiast. Matt met at a Porsche club event. They started working together, buying and selling the mark they love. Matt inherited his passion for cars and racing from his father, watching NASCAR and 80s sports racing cars. His career has been in real estate, earning his real estate license at the young age of 18, and he owns two real estate companies in the Hilton Head area, plus a fashion-focused dog collar business we talked about titled The Buddy Bracelet. We'll put a link to that. If you've got a dog and you need some fashion, there's the place to go. Matt and Kevin's love for the Porsche mark continue into their new business, Ferd's Garage. We'll be back in just a minute to learn more about this, but first, a word from our sponsors. Give them a little love because they're the reason we're on this uh, on this show every day, and we'll be right back. Covercraft's newest three-layer all-climate cover is especially engineered 
for moderate weather conditions, and it's treated with an extra UV-resistant formula. It's soft, it's breathable, and it's easy to store, all while pampering your paint, providing maximum UV rain and dust protection. If you live where it's windy, no worries. Simply add their gust guards for windy conditions to add extra protection to keep your cover in place. Your three-layer all-climate cover is custom-tailored with Covercraft's attention to detail, form and fit with the quality and attention to detail that's been their tradition since 1965. Covercraft protects cars, trucks, motorcycles, RVs, trailers, and watercraft, too. Every one of my vehicles is protected with a Covercraft cover. And I have a deal for you. Use the code YEAH21, Y-E-A-H-21, at Covercraft.com, and you'll get 10% off your Covercraft order plus free shipping. That's right. So get 10% off with free shipping by simply using the code YEAH21 at checkout. Covercraft, protecting the things that move you. When it was time to renew my collector car policy, my carrier raised my rates by a lot. But why? My usage was the same, my car's value was the same, and I had never made a claim. I didn't even have a ticket. The only change was their rate, and they had no reason why. What's with that? I researched my options, I spoke to others, and with American Collectors Insurance is where I now have my policy. What a difference. A live person actually answers the phone. She spent time learning about me and my Porsche Turbo, the one I call my orange crush, and provided a reasonable quote. American Collectors Insurance now protects my special ride. I'm saving hundreds of dollars and I can sleep at night knowing my baby is properly insured. Why wait until your next premium is due? Give them a call today for your personal agreed value quote. Call 866-AC1-YEAH. That's 866-224-9324. Tell them you're a friend of mine. Mark Green at Cars Yeah. American Collectors Insurance. Classic car insurance designed by collectors for collectors. Automotive enthusiasts just like you and me. That's American Collectors Insurance. So, Matt, we're back. So, uh, your career has been in real estate world, but uh, you're drawing your passion uh, for cars into this new website and this new venture. So, first, tell me how you and Kevin met. I gave you a little teaser there at the beginning, and then how this whole business venture came to fruition. So, take the wheel. Well, it started back uh, late 80s with uh, my father purchasing a used 944 uh, from the local Chrysler dealer at the time. And that got us into the Porsche Club, which got us into all the requisite social events and car meets and swap meets and so forth. And being involved with those, I, I got to know my new business partner, Kevin Ream. And he was young at the time as I was. He had started a auto company called used car company called the Brick Stable. And through, you know, a couple interactions invited me to come work with him in State College PA. So that's what I embarked on uh, at the age of roughly 19. Oh, wow. Was not able to drink, but I was writing checks for, you know, $80,000 cars. It was <laughs> quite an interesting time. Yeah, um, I, I would imagine. So the Bricks table, so was that a, uh, where they bought, or you guys bought and sold cars, used cars? 
Yeah, we bought and sold um, basically your your BMW, Mercedes, Porsche. That's what we specialized in at the time. You know, the internet was just beginning, so we were you know buying cars at the original Mannheim Auto Auction. You know, in the rolling hills of PA, Amish country, yeah. being able to touch them and test them and so on, as opposed to today, everything being on a screen on your desk or you know, in your hand, on your phone. Well, your career in real estate obviously has been great for you, but your passion for cars has always been lingering there. And I've had a lot of people on the show who've started side hustles that have come into businesses or they've left a career, moved into another career. So when we talk about Ferd's Garage, what was the uh, impetus of the discussion of you two guys going, hey, let's do this kind of again and uh, focus in on our passion, which is Porsche. I'm assuming Kevin is a Porsche guy too. Yeah, absolutely. Kevin Kevin certainly is. And I subsequently moved from Pennsylvania to South Carolina and Kevin moved from Pennsylvania down to Florida. So we kind of reconnected uh, back in the mid 2000s at a uh, Rolex 24 event. Oh, fine. And, you know, just started chatting again, knowing that, you know, now we were in closer proximity to each other. We just embarked on kind of buying and selling some cars again. And, you know, through the years and chatting, watching the, you know, the likes of Bring a Trailer and, you know, others, you know, come through the, uh, you know, or to the market, we really thought, you know, in the recent years that there's been need for a one-stop shop mm-hmm. for Porsche items, be it cars, be it memorabilia, uh, be it evaluations, you know, any of those things, um, you know, some have started, but, you know, they tend to branch out into other marks and, you know, our passion being Porsche, you know, we would like to, and are, are beginning to develop, you know, something that will hopefully be the, you know, one-stop resource for, again, all of those things, finding cars, finding, you know, vendors, finding memorabilia and so on. So explain a little deeper, since the site is brand new, what you'll be providing, because you've mentioned buying and selling cars, so you'll be a source for people that either wants to sell a Porsche or buy a Porsche, but you're taking it a little broader than that, it sounds like, to other items, memorabilia, uh, helping with valuations, and maybe some other services. So kind of walk through your plan. Yeah, the plan is that, you know, again, we're going to, we're developing it first as kind of a classified site, if you will, but utilizing, you know, all of the tools that the internet has for, you know, quality photos, videos, and just more information that you're going to get in the one-liners, you know, in the back of some of the publications or ads that, or sites that just don't have the volume of information. Mm-hmm. We're adding components such as a market search. So we're working with uh, some other internet-based companies that aggregate all of the Porsche listings throughout the United States from you know hundreds of different s- sources, whether it be dealer sources or other sites such as Pelican Parts or PCA, uh, it will bring together sellers from all of those mediums that you'll be able to search on our site for just specifically Porsche only. You know, again, I you know, with the the likes of eBay and things like that, you know, having Porsche memorabilia, Porsche models, that sort of thing. Again, I, I we feel that it's just a another 
component that we can have that, hey, if you want something Porsche, you know, you want an old factory dealer sign to hang in your man cave, we'd love it to for you to be able to find something like that on our site. So will you also be buying, in addition to cars to sell, buying products you'll end up I don't know, warehousing and shipping, or you, you'll be an, a, a leader into where those things are for people to buy? I think it will be the leader. Personally, we'll probably be buying some of those yeah, things. That always um, happens. <laughs> you know, for, for our, uh, our use and enjoyment. But no, we want to be the, the source for people to find those things okay. or the source for people to sell those. Almost, uh, I kind of take it akin to, say, the website House, H-O-U-Z-Z, which are you familiar with House? That I am not. I, I Oh, you should check it out because Howes came about years ago and when they first launched they were basically interior design, landscaping, architectural design. And for several years I thought, who are these people? How are they making any money? And what they did was they built up a huge following and then they started being a source for all things home. Uh, and it'd be, give you an example is they'd show a beautiful home and they'd have these little green tags. And then you tip on the tag, you, you click on the tag and that would take you to where to buy that couch or where to find a contractor to do your home. So again, they, they did kind of what sounds like you're doing aggregate, but they ended up being a driving source. And they've got offices and all sorts of places. They were started by a tech couple out of uh, uh, San Jose, I believe. And they've grown into an amazing site. And I always thought, God, wow, somebody should do this for cars for the whole car industry. Uh, but of course, they I think they ended up going into level C and D round funding to try to bankroll this thing because they had writers and photographers and five offices and, you know, huge amount of overhead expense to create the basic. Yeah, check it out. I, I think if sure. you look at it, you'll go, oh, yeah, just instead of house, call it cars, C-A-R-Z-Z, yeah. you know, uh, same kind Absolutely. of thing. So, But it sounds like that's what you're going to do. Now, now, this passion for Porsches uh, goes back to that 944 your dad had. Have you had some Porsches then in your life since then? Yeah, through the dealership, you know, we've had many. I've you know, driven anything from 914.6s to 356s to 911 turbos and anything and everything in between. So, um, you know, that's been, been very fortunate from that standpoint. Personally titled in in my name have been a couple nine twenty fours and some nine fourteens and nine eleven or two nine twenty four. I my listeners know that my senior high school prom. I was going to La Jolla High School, but it was at Hotel Dell, and my mom had a friend who had a new nine twenty four when they came out. It was the early seventies, mid seventies, and he let me drive that car to my prom. And uh, I thought, oh, my gosh, I get to drive a Porsche to the prom. How cool is that? So, uh, <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, not terribly fast car, but probably best for a teenager, you know, who's a little spirited. But uh, that was super fun. You know, I always like to ask my guests about driving inspirations. And to set off an adventure like what you and Kevin are doing must have been inspired by something, by somebody somewhere, perhaps. Or maybe it's somebody in your, your past career in real estate or so forth. But who was that influential person and why were they important to you? Well, from a business perspective, you know, definitely one of the major influences has been my business partner, Kevin. Mm -hmm. um, he's a little bit older than I am and just a fabulous mentor as business savvy that, again, I haven't really met anybody like him from that standpoint so far. He can 
turn businesses around. He has insight uh, and ideas that never seem to have an end to them and, and really takes things to the next level and can see beyond a lot as well. Well, fortunate. Was his his career, and we're going to be having, or I'm going to be having him as a guest on the show in the future here, so you listeners will learn about Kevin and his perspective of, of Ferd's Garage. Was he in the real estate business as well, or was he in other businesses? Uh, he's been in development, been in kind of family entertainment centers and amusement type parks, that sort of thing. You know, miniature golf courses, go-kart tracks, uh, that, and like I said, uh, several real estate development ventures. Uh, he's a pilot also, so he's nice. done some things with planes and so on. Yeah, very cool. Now, I have to ask you the name of your business, Ferd's Garage. Where did that arrive from? Well, that we kicked around a lot of names, uh, probably eight to 10. You know, we went back and forth with text messages and phone calls and photos that brought this or that up. Kevin would probably be the better one to answer that question because okay. birds did come out of his uh, idea, and but I, I liked it. It seemed to be where we were headed. and It's catchy, and for you Porsche files out there, I think you'll get You'll get where it came from, but we'll leave it at that. You know, I've talked to a few people about it saying, hey, I've got these guys coming on, Ferg's Garage. And I'm like, what's that? Who? What? Is that somebody? Is that a name? What? Who is that? So uh, we'll learn more from Kevin when we have him on the show in the future here. We're going to take a short break and thank our sponsors when we come back. I want to talk a little bit about a challenge that you face. Could be in business or life and how you dealt with that. So keep that thought in mind. Keep the seatbelts on and we'll be right back. I've teamed up with AutoGeek because... Well, they've been the leading source of auto detailing products, accessories, for more than 20 years. Their Pinnacle Sovereign Paste Wax is specially formulated from Brazilian Carnuba Wax. It's easy to apply on any paint surface and provides that warm glow that we love, especially me on my vehicles. You're going to love it too. A favorite of car shows countrywide, Pinnacle Sovereign Paste Wax from AutoGeek wipes on easily, requires no drying time, is easy to remove, and provides up to 90 days of protection against damaging environmental contaminants. This wax is designed to exceed the standards of the most discriminating enthusiasts and collectors. Go to autogeek.net to get yours for the best product selection on the internet today, along with their very skilled technical support. Autogeek.net. That's where I go for all my detailing needs. That's autogeek.net. Cars yeah has teamed up with TechForce Foundation, one of our charities of choice, to help young people who love cars, problem solving, and working with their hands pursue careers as professional technicians. From auto, collision, and restoration techs to motorcycle boats, race cars, and aviation, TechForce covers the gamut of technician opportunities. Technical education and the skills trades matter, and we need qualified skilled technicians to keep our vehicles rolling. Learn how you can help to power the technical workforce at techforce.org today. I've discovered Linkage. It's a new quarterly publication and website that covers the automotive market, driving, restoring, collecting, and discovering your passion for motor vehicles. Linkage is about experiences, opinions, and values. Linkage is an actual informed, reasoned opinion based on first-hand experiences. A talented Linkage team covers the automotive world, the people who share your passion and mine, smart, considered, rational, and experienced opinions, ones you can learn from and grow. That includes our passion that drives auctions and the collector car market. So come with me and join us on this journey. And be sure to use the code CARSYEAH when you subscribe, and they'll give you $10 off. 
Boom! Linkage, geared for the automotive life. Subscribe today at LinkageMag.com. So let's talk about this, Matt. I love asking my guests this question, not really to drum up bad memories. It's more about that learning lesson, that difficult time in life or business dealt you. So take us on a little bit of a a bumpy ride, and we'll uh, cinch down the seatbelts here. I'd say the biggest challenge that that I've had, you know, over 20-plus years of business experience has just been the ability or inability to adapt to the changes. Um, and it's really been from, from all standpoints, from real estate to automobile, um, to dog collars, um, (laughs) you know, (laughs) how to, you know, find where the shift is in the, you know, in the buyers, how to attract them. You know, in my early days of real estate, you know, we were putting ads in newspapers, um, you know, dealing with, you know, advertising, uh, you know, companies that would help us put those ads in. We'd get the tear sheets from the newspapers to the advent of the Internet and the Facebooks of the world, now the Instagrams, and just how that shifted over the years, you know, with the cars, you know, as I mentioned before, going from purchasing them, being able to touch them in one location at the auto auction to now buying a car across the country, you know, sight unseen. It's incredible how things have changed. You said the word tear sheet. and Boy, a lot of memories came back to my head because I was working in the advertising world uh, way before the internet and yeah, getting tear sheets and looking at things that way. You know, the market right now, and I wanted to touch on this a little bit with you is your interpretations of what's happening right now in the market, because those of us who love collector cars are saying the market is on fire. It's a little crazy. But it's a little different than maybe in the past, or maybe it's the same. But I'd love your perspective. What's driving the price of collectible cars right now? Why is it on fire? I'm seeing insane numbers. I saw him bring a trailer a couple weeks ago, a 944 sell for over $100,000. That was low mileage, but still a 944. I've seen my E46 M3. It's an 05. I saw one sell just, I think it was this week, for hundred grand. And you're going, what is going on? So give me your perspective of what's going on in the market. And we can stick to the Porsche car market if you'd like. Sure. No, I think some of the, um, you know, it is mind-boggling to see some of the numbers that are, are crossing nowadays. You know, it's been like that for the past 12 months and, yeah. you know, with no known end in sight. I, I think it's a it's a conglomeration of a couple things. The market has been doing well. I think there's some inheritance that, you know, is, is coming through. Ah, the boomers as we get old and pass on. I, I speak of the proverbial we as me. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. You know, I, I think there's some nostalgia there for some of these vehicles that, you know, either they saw in friends' driveways or parents had them or an uncle had it or, or what have you. So they're, you know, now they have the ability to purchase some of these cars. But I also think it's the advent that the new a new 911 today of any substance with any features on it or specifications is 150 to 200,000. Yeah. So, oh, know. you know, and, and you may not, you know, it may be months before you get that. So I think if you look at it from that perspective, you know, 150,000 for, a, you know, an SC that, you know, has 40,000 miles on it, isn't really out of the out of the picture nowadays. Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. You know, and, and and the new things with the electrification that everybody's talking about. Think again, they're 
people are looking at these and saying, hey, you know, this is a, a dying breed. We we better snap it up because they're just not out there anymore. Right. Yeah. Well, it's always about supply and demand. That's the one thing that drives markets. But also, it's just it's just something different in the air. And uh, I'm, I'm kind of surprised you didn't say COVID had something to do with this. But Maybe not, but I've I've heard some interesting comments about that, and I, I saw a terrible press release yesterday, President of Rolls Royce talking about how COVID and and causing deaths drove up the sales of Rolls Royce cars because people are realizing life is short, and I kind of th- cringed when I read that. I was like, oh, maybe maybe you don't want to put it that way. Didn't seem quite right, but I think COVID has done that in some respects. It we've you know mortality is real, and sometimes we think well. Maybe I'm not going to be here forever, so I better go have some fun and buy that car I've always thought about. But I think it's mostly there just seems to be a lot of money out there. Yep, I, I agree with all of those points. I think the the fact that you know life is short, and you know there may not be a a tomorrow or a next week or a next month, so you know let's do it now. And the fact that it's an investment in and of itself. So mm-hmm. although that you're you you know you may be paying a lot of money for it, should hold its value, possibly even a little better than the the Bitcoin will that you pay for it, or or <laughs> <Yeah>. what have you. This <laughs> is pure gambling there. Uh, but <laughs> but cars too, and you know I've heard this from many many people on this show is never buy a car, a collector car, as an investment, unless that's your business and you know a lot about what you're doing. And even there, it can trip you up. You really should buy the car you love and you're passionate about. And I think you're right. These cars take us back to our past. They take us to a time when we wish we could have something we couldn't, and now we can. Put you in a different mindset when you get in an old car and go for a drive. So they do so many tangible things And versus a stock market or a Bitcoin or whatever. You can go out and you can touch it and feel it, and look at it, and sit in it, and create experiences. And I think, and correct me if you if you think I'm wrong here, it is about experiences, cars, old cars, and they bring people together. And that's the ultimate thing about old cars, is the people around them. And, the, and you, you met Kevin at a PCA event, became friends, lifelong friends, now you're business partners. Cars are the catalyst that bring us all together. And we've been denied being together for two years now. And we're kind of done with that. We want to get back together with our friends, right? Yeah, absolutely. And that's the the reason for this uh, business venture in Ferd's Garage is trying to bring it all together so that we're one-stop shop for everybody looking for the mark and, and things to do with it. Well, it's great. I'm going to enjoy it because I love Porsches. Let's talk about a, a special vehicle in your life. Is there one car that you've had that really stands out? And if so, what was it or what is it? And share a story about that ride. Well, the car is one that I have just acquired uh, this fall. Oh, fun. And it, um, it's been in our family for over 30 years. Oh, no, no kidding. Yep. It's a 1984 factory turbo look 911. Oh, a factory turbo look. Okay. Very yeah, cool. Yeah. I love those. Yeah. Um, yep. I'll tell you something. When those came out, I thought, why? Why would you want to want to be turbo? You know, because it's, you know, kind of diehard purist guy. Sure. But now those are unicorn cars. They're hard to find. Yeah. Factory turbo look. I, I love it. I love it. What color is it? It is all black. All black. Okay. Very yep, cool. All black. It uh, it was my father's car. He traded the 944 that I mentioned earlier in on it in uh, in 19, 1993 and brought it home. Found the car in Arizona and um, brought it back to Pennsylvania and took phenomenal care of it. 
for you know the last 20, 27 odd years and enjoyed it. You know, was not a garage queen. He took it to car shows and PCA parades and you know many different events. And I think it had. 30,000 miles when he bought it. Now it has uh, right at 90,000. So it's got great patina on the wheel arches and front hood and that sort of things. It's been a wonderful car and he passed it down. He's not able to drive it anymore. So he passed it down to me. Wow. What a special car. Since it was my 50th birthday last year. And um, congratulations. He Felt that uh, felt that I and my son would enjoy it and uh, could kind of continue using it. Those are factory code M491s, right? That is correct. Yes. Yeah. Oh man, what a nice car, and even better, a family heirloom, if you will, that you can then hand down to your son and keep in the family, and so many memories. And uh, as you know, and my listeners know, I've got an '87 Turbo, and so I love the look of those cars, that era of car. Really, really special, but the M four ninety one, oh, nice, nice, very nice. Oh, Thank you. Yeah, I love it. So I'm going to be your automotive psychologist today. Crawl into your head. If you were manifest as a vehicle, what would Matt be? But more importantly, why? Oh, thinking about that, I would say I'm probably something that I drive every day, which is uh, my my white Ford Ranger pickup truck. Okay. A Ford Ranger pickup <laughs> truck. That's a far stretch from a uh, factory turbo look 84. So why is that? Why are you, why a Ford truck? Well, it, it, it suits me because as I, you know, I can get in it and I can go fabulously easy to maintain can still haul whatever I want it to haul and nobody notices me running around. Yeah, you know, trucks, Ford 150s, I mean, they've just been around forever. My next door neighbor, Bill's a Ford truck guy. He, several years ago, bought the, he'd always had the big diesels, the 250 diesels and so forth. He bought a Raptor. And uh, holy cow, I don't think that's a truck. I drove that thing. It was like driving, almost like driving a car. It was just so nice. But he he takes it out to his ranch. I mean, hauls ass over the bumps and hills and brings it back covered in mud and drives it the way it should be driven. But trucks are just the backbone of the country, aren't they? It is. And, and like I said, I mean, I, I love running around in it. Can take it anywhere. Don't have to worry about where you pick it up or yeah. leave it. And um yeah, it just, just uh, does everything. Yep. And does it comfortably. So is there a great book that you've read you'd like to share with our listeners you think they could uh, learn something from or enjoy? One that really got me a couple years ago that I read was uh, Jack Hoyer, The Times of My Life, the autobiography uh, of his fabulous read. Really loved how it kind of tied two things that I, I enjoy, one being the, the sports cars and, and the other being watches. So it, it really, really was a good read, and a lot that I could relate to, and a lot of information that I hadn't known about both of those fields. I should get my hands on that because obviously that's like the, from the Tag Heuer watch line? Correct, yes. Yeah. My wife, when we were first married, we were living in Southern California, and I grew up in Southern California as a surfer, and I was still surfing, and she bought me a tag. I still have it. Uh, It looks kind of like, I also have a a GMT Master Rolex watch, and it looks a lot like that, but it was a diving watch, and it had an expandable metal bracelet that you could wear it on the outside of your wetsuit, and it's become kind of a collector item now. It's it's got a smaller face, though, which isn't that popular these days, but... um, 
remember the time she bought it for me and she's not really a car person but i have known of tags forever and you know the the lineage and the connection to the racing world and i went how did you know to get one of these she goes, well, all you ever do is talk about cars, and I do listen well. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I thought this made sense, you know, the chronographs and all these kind of things. So, yeah, pretty cool. I've not read that book. I'll have to get my hands on that. That's Yeah, uh, definitely pick that up. It's a it's a great read, and like I said, it really ties the two uh, two together very well and, and with the history of, of both and the history of the, the company. Uh, it was pretty fascinating. Very cool. I love it. So I'm going to let you go on the ultimate drive here today. I've got an open checkbook for you. I'm going to buy you any car in the world. You can take anybody with you, living or someone who's passed, and you can drive anywhere you want. So with such an open, open plethora of options, <laughs> what does it look like for you, that ultimate drive, Matt? Well, I would say, <sighs> hmm. Vehicle would have to be a Porsche. Okay. Now, which and which think, one, though? <laughs> well, I think I'd want to take two people with me. Oh. Because of the eras, essentially, that they're that they'd represent. Okay. Um, I, I would. Uh, so it, so I guess it would have to be. I'd say probably a, a Panamera Executive. Oh. Okay. Nice car. Um, and I would take uh, Derek Bell and Patrick Long. Oh, nice. Well, those both those guys have been guests on this show. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, and they could certainly talk to you a lot about endurance racing and their times in, in so many Porsches. And I understand Patrick just recently retired from uh, racing for Porsche. I'm sure he'll go on to be an ambassador for that brand and all the others. But uh, that would be a fun, fun ride and be fun, of course, to put them in the driver's seat and be somewhere exotic, maybe Europe or something like that. Sure, sure. Yeah, I just thought it would be be interesting to hear uh, Derek's stories of the the racing of the 70s, 80s, that era with the 962s and so on, and um, and then get a a more contemporary view from Patrick and you know how he's come through the ranks and and all the amazing things that he's done as well. You know, I think those two would complement each other. They're very consummate gentlemen. They're not loud and boisterous. They're very thoughtful the way they speak and the way they um, share their ideas and stories and histories. And our local Porsche club had Derek out here for a talk with the club a couple years ago, which was pretty cool. And I got to have lunch with him, met up with him over at another friend's shop, Butch Dennison's shop at Dennison International, talk Porsches one-on-one, which was pretty cool. And I spent a little bit of time talking to Patrick on the side when I was at the last friend sport that took place. They had a concert one night. I had some famous people like... um, Danny Harrison, George Harrison's son, and Seal, and others, and all the Porsche executives were there, and Patrick Long was there, and I I turned around, and he was standing behind me, so I got to chat with him a little bit. I'd already had him on my show, Uh, but they're both very complimentary to each other in their personalities, even though they're from two different generations. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's what I thought would be neat to neat to touch on. I've met Patrick once or twice at some Rolex events um, through the years. Super nice uh, guy. Yeah, he, uh, I, I won... Neat, uh, neat thing with him one morning. I think it was the Saturday morning of a race, and I had stopped uh, Oceanside to a quick Dunkin' Donuts and was headed back over the bridge toward the speedway. And I passed Patrick. He was in a Volvo SUV headed to the track, and I zipped past him in uh, in my 924 that I have. I have a yellow 1973 914 2-liter, and got a nice thumbs up from him as I (laughs) 
drove past yeah. and uh, and oh, then fine. later on in the day I saw him in the car corral and you know he said oh, I saw you this morning and nice. it was very very nice to chat to him. and again as you said very very personable oh he is and his look to cult uh, shows have just been spectacular a really neat thing he's doing with that that just seems to keep growing and growing so I can't wait for the next one you know Matt you've taken us on a really fun ride today I'm excited about this new venture you and your business partner are doing uh, listeners it's Ferds F-E-R-D-S garage.com uh, they're up and running now so you can go and check it out uh, even if you're not into Porsches I think you have some fun there learn a lot of things, see what's going on in the market. Before I let you go, could you share with us maybe inspirational wisdom, words of, of success or some kind of mantra that's important to you? I would just say just uh, keep your mind open to ideas. Try and look at all perspectives of things and don't ever be, uh, be afraid to ask. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, if you don't ask for it, you'll, you'll never get it. Yeah, absolutely. And if I'd known that in high school, my listeners have heard this before. I'd had a lot more dates, I think. <laughs> but I had to learn that later in life. So definitely a good thing to do. Uh, you can learn everything that we've talked about today, of course, at Ferds Garage, F-E-R-D-S, garage.com. And also, if you've got a pet in your life or a friend with a pet, you want to buy him a nice gift like my uh, buddy next door, Warden thebuddybracelet.com some very cool dog accessories i was on there this morning and thought oh, okay this would be a nice birthday present for my uh, godson my god dog what would you call him the dog i get to walk next door my dog next door <laughs> warden and uh, other friends that have dogs too matt this is very cool hey i want to do a shout out to past cars yeah i guess jeff nowak from makina speciale for introducing me to matt uh if you missed my talk with jeff go back and listen he was just on the show last month hey matt thanks for uh coming Coming on board, sharing your new business. Can't wait to talk to your business partner. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you down the road. Sounds good. Thank you, Mark. You're welcome. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah!